Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love that and love this. It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And that intro is just for Rick because he's been singing this song all morning. I don't know what it is. Is it because of my age? I get stuck on something I guess. and exactly I sang it. it all morning. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Aha! Sorry, uh, no more time for Tiana Rogino. <laughs> uh, anyway, it is the Wednesday edition. No, I've been singing Peg all morning. I don't know why. I didn't hear didn't, the song. You didn't hear it somewhere? Or? No. And then I could hear Michael McDonald in the background going, yeah, only he can hit a stratospheric note like that. So Stratospheric! You like that? There's your big 50-cent wow. word for the day. How about that? Where did you get that? Uh, I don't know. Where'd you pull that out of? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> From. <laughs> awesome. Great guest today. Uh, this guy, a former cubby, and uh, he is uh, part of LEAD, in fact, the uh, the founder of LEAD, L-E-A-D. L-E-A-D, is that? Mm-hmm. That's LEAD, LEAD right? LEAD Legacy, yeah. Yeah, it's not like the new math, how things change, right? The it's alphabet, not LEAD. The alphabet it's is still yeah. the same, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. LEAD, and uh, they partner with Atlanta schools and use baseball to empower at-risk uh, kids. Very cool. Generation. And we're going to find out more about him. He's got a book called LEAD, so uh, really cool. A little disappointed today. Why is that? Uh, I'm excited uh, and very, very pleased with all the wishes from yesterday's birthday. In fact, I think we had some, uh, you noticed some uh, happy birthday wishes from? From India and <laughs> Bangladesh. I mean, we oh, had people whoa. from all over the world listening to the show yesterday on Facebook. I'm not only nationwide, I'm worldwide yes, now. Definitely. So thanks Thank you to, to Ravi Zacharias for Ravi that. Zacharias yeah. and RZIM Ministries and Vince Vitale, uh, who is a personal friend of ours now. We call him Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny the philosopher. That? <laughs> That's what we call him. Vinny, Vinny the philosopher. Vinny the philosopher. <laughs> Let's uh, call Vinny. Yeah. Vinny hey, the Vinny. philosopher. Are those guys Utes over yeah. there? Utes. Remember that? What movie yes. was that? That was uh, My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, exactly. There you mm-hmm. go. That was a great show. 25 25,000 yes. 25, wow. views yesterday and on Facebook Live, so thank you so much. But the disappointment was that last night when I got home, yeah. they prepared something for me like a cake. I didn't get any. And you ex- said you actually ate at the dinner table. We, <laughs> we usually don't eat at the dinner table. I was telling Dan. Am I giving away secrets? I'm yeah. sorry. There was something something going on. I could tell. I heard whisperings. And, of course, Elijah's whisper is a, a yell. Right. right? <laughs> hey, hey, Mom! Mom! <laughs> and so, so they, uh, the, uh, she said, set the table. And I thought, okay, something's up when we set the table. We usually eat on TV trays and watch okay. Wheel of Fortune. Ah, okay. So, you know, I know that sounds bad. Yeah. So we're sitting at the table and I see eyes and, you know, facial expressions. I say, okay, something's up. It's late. We had a full day, mm-hmm. uh, but something's is going to happen. Yeah. And so it was a cake and a card and, uh, 
they always uh, mom uh, asks them to say how what does dad mean to you right. and they communicate that and it's just awesome but no exploding cigars i'm disappointed <laughs> really and i didn't get those candles i don't know what they're called that you blow them oh yeah they blow go out, out then they, they come back oh, what the are trick they called candles trick candles, trick right. candles. Yep, yep. is that really their name yes it is the I trick think so, candles yeah. yes it is wow that's innovative right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know let's call it trick candles <laughs> well uh, donna asked me to come over and do interpretive dancing for you but i wasn't able i wasn't available so you know if you would do interpretive dancing on the show we would blow past that way past that is true. Mm-hmm. yes and uh i wonder if robbie and vince would share that if you I, would uh, you know maybe robbie would who knows which you would do it thank you so much though for the birthday uh, the birthday wishes uh yeah you you didn't know this i did not tiana Yes. But Dan is the lead singer of Need to Breathe. Oh, we just found that we out did this, morning, this morning. Right? We were talking about Need to Breathe, and you brought what up? They're going to be in town. Where are they going to be? Um, they're performing after the Braves game on Sunday. Awesome. Which is really cool. Is that, is that a fish uh, family it is, faith? It's a family day, day, right? Yeah. Faith and family day. You got to be careful. Well, you, fish, 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 you see that they didn't tell us about that because apparently they don't want us there. But uh, Oh, with the, the need to breathe. You're yeah. not bitter at all, are you? No, not at all. No, no. no. <laughs> but anyway, and we were talking about Bear Reinhardt, right, uh-huh. which is the lead singer. Mm-hmm. And he's got, I love that band. They're uh, amazing. And everybody loves uh, these guys. And you actually did his voice, so I'm thinking I that didn't you're, even know it was his voice. That you're, really. you're, you and but we never see you and Bear together at That's the same true. time. That's true. They kind yeah, of look so alike. You, you, they do. Yeah, a little bit. I've never seen the guy. Mm. Oh, you haven't. But I love his voice. So do the voice you did this morning. <laughs> I just did the Dudley Do Right voice, <laughs> <laughs> and you said that was him. Do you know a lyric from one of their songs? Uh, we don't have to be here long. I think is not one right of them. off the top of my I head. I don't have to be here long. Well, that's not the I voice. Don't, but no. 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 <laughs> Could you no, do the voice? Leave it to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> leave the voice to the professionals. But he's got a voice like it's kind of like got a little phlegm in the in the throat. Right. Right? It's very distinct but voice. It's attra- it is. But it's attractive. It is. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's attractive. So what there do you, you like? Well, that's the only word I could pull out of my uh, 57-year-old. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's the only word I could pull out of my 57-year-old brain now. Now I'm 57. Uh, uh, so what is it about this band that uh, that you like? About? I mean, I love the sound, the band sound, yeah. and I love the voice. I love the voice. And, and the, the lyrics. And the lyrics, yeah. All of their songs are just all about being kind to people and loving Jesus. I just love it. Mm. I love them. We got to be kind to people? Oh, I yeah, that's Jesus. right. <laughs> what is this, a Christian show? I know. I guess it is. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of Christian shows, yes, (laughs) and Christians and pastors, Uh our friend uh Bradley Hamilton, I saw yesterday on Facebook, is uh, he was in Tel Aviv, and yesterday is it was that the Dead Sea? He's in Jerusalem now. Yeah, he's at the Mm -hmm. Dead Sea, and he he and his friend had mud. From the top of her head to the mm-hmm. to the bottom of their well, supposedly I think like this the sand and the mud at the Dead Sea is supposed to be really good for mm-hmm. your skin and it's supposed to make you look younger. Yeah, right. and so they just like wanted he to needs bathe to look it. younger. Yeah. What is he <laughs> to like look fifteen 20... instead of twenty five? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he was also just floating. I guess because on the Dead Sea you can just float and yeah, and, and you're because it's so thick yeah. with minerals and whatnot, you'll, yeah. you'll float. So. He looked like he was having a great time. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk to him. When he comes back, we'll put him on the show right. and ask about his experience. Now, this is the guy that is the world traveler, mm-hmm. and last year went to Spain right. for the running of the Bulls. 
Which no. is going on again it, right now. I yeah. think so, yeah. The yeah. annual running of the Bulls now underway. And how do you pronounce this, Dan? I said uh, Pamplona. I said Madrid, Madrid earlier in the week, but it's not Madrid, is it's it? It's Pamplona. 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 Mm-hmm. Pamplona. Pamplona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Pamplona. That's more Italian, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> you go with that. <laughs> yeah. They say we have a clip from, uh, this would be yesterday's running of the Bulls, because uh, as today is tonight there, I think. Um, the running so of the right now. <laughs> the running of the bulls on the twelfth of July historically is one of the most has the the most gorings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, today's gorings. Let me see. Six people were injured. No gores today. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, Twenty two injured so far on the gore board. Five gored. Mm. So why they do this, I don't know. But we have a clip from yesterday's okay. or today's uh, running of the bulls. Let's hear it. Oh, well, it sounded like there was a goring there. Oh, <laughs> wow. You know, Bradley, it's changed his whole world, right? Because now when he drinks water, it just comes just right. right. <laughs> He's a sprinkler. Just put him out in the yard. All right. I'm so glad that C.J. Stewart, which this name sounds like a disc jockey, doesn't it? Hi, everybody. C.J. Stewart. He's going to redeem the show. I know he is Let's in the so, second yeah. segment. Somebody's got to do it. Yesterday, it was Vince's job. Today, yep. it is C.J. C.J. Stewart. Okay. Awesome. And go see uh, Need to Breathe this weekend at SunTrust with uh, Tiana Bogino. That's right. It's going to be a great show. You're going to give us a, 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 a you're going to give us a, an update on Monday, right? That's right. I will. Uh, Tiana, the... Tiana's also the starting pitcher this weekend. So. Surprise! Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so All much. Right. <laughs> C.J. Stewart talking about lead in seconds. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll be right back. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. The choice of discriminating listeners throughout greater Atlanta. And also those who tuned in by mistake. Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy hump day. It is a great hump day and uh, so glad that uh, this guy is in studio with us, former cubby C.J. Stewart. Did you know that you're na- you, ha- you have like a disc jockey name, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's C.J. Stewart. Or a car racer. C.J. Stewart oh, sounds like a car racer. Oh, C.J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be. A- you're not a car racer on the side, are you? No car racer. You're not a DJ, are you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So well, let me, let me tell you, you don't want to be, all no, right? You don't, don't yeah. want to be, no but it's good to have you. You're the founder of Lead. We want to talk to you about Lead, and we want to talk to you about, you've got a book out, yes. and it's called Lead, right? Uh, it's called Living to Lead, a story of passion, purpose, and grit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll talk about all that, and um, awesome, you got a great story. You're an Atlanta native, and you said you were drafted off mic. You were drafted twice by the Cubbies. Uh, at a young age. We'll get into that uh, in, in a second. Go to our website, uh, faithtalkatlanta.com, and when you do, if you're a pastor, you'll see that we have the Pastors Appreciation Event coming up October the 19th. And Dan, that is going to be where? At the Crown Plaza Ravinia Hotel. See, this guy is a DJ, right? A I mean, voice. that guy's got a voice, yeah. you know? Too bad there's no money in radio. God's probably going, I wish I had a voice like that. No, God is not, <laughs> not saying that at all. Anyway, that's going to be a great event. It always is. A.R. Bernard is going to be speaking this year. It's going to be huge, so sign up. I know it's July, and October seems like light years away. It does. But these things fill up really, really quick, so do that right now, faithtalkatlanta.com. Meanwhile, C.J. Stewart, founder of LEAD. You founded LEAD with your wife? Yeah, so I am officially the co-founder. I got to make sure I, I put my lovely wife Kelly <laughs> in there. Uh, I did make the mistake early on of um, 
um, being recognized as the founder, and she would kind of nudge me and say, um, <laughs> "What no. kind of nudge? What kind of it nudge? Was a gentle nudge. A gentle nudge. <laughs> a gentle nudge. Well, at least and, it was and, gentle. And a, and, a, and, a, and a strong, stern look. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know that look. Oh, yes, and I, yes. I've been married for thirty-five years. Yeah. I've seen that many, mm-hmm. many, many times. Yes, yes. So awesome. So you and her are the founders of Lead. Is she an Atlanta native as well? Where did you meet her? She was born and raised in Atlanta. Uh, you, you sure you want to know how I met her? Yeah, uh, let's yeah, hear this. I guess yeah. so. All right. So she was born and raised here in Atlanta, moved to uh, Oglethorpe County, which is um, a little outside of Athens. Yeah, and yeah. So um, I was going into, I think, my second year in the Cubs organization, going to Winter Ball. It was oh. it was September 7, okay. 1996. Okay. She was working at Foot Locker um, at South Decat Mall. Uh huh. She's driving down I 20. My father had told me to go pick up my sister from Atlanta, and I was aggravated that I had to do it. It was late, but long story short, <laughs> I don't know who she is, but she's driving. I see her, and I'm like, man, this is a this is a beautiful woman right here. So mm. she's driving in the You've car. You've never seen her before. Never seen her before in my life. It's late. It's probably 1030. She's driving a white Escort, you know, kind of moving to some music, and I notice her, and I actually put my hand up like this, asking her for a phone number. <laughs> And wow. uh, she said no. <laughs> she was just kind of shaking her head like no. And so, I mean, I saw this woman, and even with playing for the Cubs, I mean, I've always just kind of had these dreams of things, and I always wanted to get married young and all this kind of stuff. So I saw the woman of my dreams. Yeah. Um, she's driving. I had resolved, okay, I'm a follower. Hmm. So I'm I'm literally following her. She gets off at the Glenwood exit off of I-20, pull over in a Texaco gas station. Um, I get behind her. It's well lit. She, she she holds out some mace at the window, <laughs> and I and I asked her. I said uh, I said, so you gonna spray me with mace? She said, are you gonna do anything to get sprayed? <laughs> so that was September seventh. I wow. went to Winter Ball September fifteenth. Came back in October. Proposed in about February March. We got married the following wow. November, and we'll be married twenty years. November twenty third this year. Wow. What, a what a story! Have you shared that story before? Yes, yeah, in the book as well. Oh, it's, wow. I mean, it's, it, yeah, that, it was, it was awesome. You're All lucky right, so, you didn't get sprayed with mace. Uh, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that. Wow. So he holds up his his hand like phone, and <laughs> she says, Mm-mm. "I don't think so." So what was the? I mean, first was the mace. What was your line after the mace? Was there a line that something convinced her because she went on a second or? Would you call that a date? Yeah, we, um, <laughs> you know, it was it was just one of one of those things. I just, I mean, I, I mean, it was it, it had to have been of God. I mean, yeah. truly, because yeah, yeah. she's a country girl um, from right outside of Athens. Uh, even for me, I mean, at that point, I was really introverted. So even doing that, I mean, all of my friends, that's not something I would do. Yeah, me. yeah. So it was just truly uh, divine. I don't know what I said, but I, I got the number. I'm glad. And, and, and so I can no longer do that again. So yeah. you get your one time in life, yeah. you can do that. It worked. Wow. I'm done. Listen, if you're watching Man. by Facebook Live or you're listening uh, wherever, uh, don't do this. Uh, don't try this at home. Probably, yeah, not, yeah. probably okay. not a good idea to follow not, somebody like these that. These days, yeah. you follow somebody, you never know what, what's going to happen. Yeah. But, it, but it turned out well for you. So what is it like, and I do want to get into lead because it's really important, but you being a Cub, all right, 2017 was the year, right? The mm-hmm. Cubs take it all the way. As a Cub, how does that feel? I mean, it was amazing. I um, So, you know, even even after my short career in the Cubs organization, it was a childhood dream to play there and the nostalgia and everything. 
um, you know, walking around saying you played in a Cubs organization. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, congratulations, you played pro ball, but I feel sorry for you that you played for the Cubs. (laughs) Um, So, you know, uh, you didn't get a lot of credibility, but Jason Hayward, who was uh, an Atlanta Brave, uh, was one of my clients that I uh, started training and mentoring as a teenager as well as Dexter Fowler. Wow. So both of them uh, were a part of the team, and um, my number with the Cubs was 22, so Jason Hayward wears 22 as well. Awesome. So it was that strong connection. A lot of the uh, coaches that were there when I played were still there, and so you know Theo Epstein putting his team together, I mean, it really looked like that this could possibly happen. I didn't even see the end of the game. I was so scared. I was so nervous. <laughs> I didn't find out that they won until early the next morning, and I didn't even see the last out until probably a week later. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was huge. I mean, you know, especially even, too, in Chicago um, with a lot of the issues that they're having up there with crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is one of those things that really brought the community together. That's wow. awesome, isn't it? There's, there's something about sport. There's something about baseball. And that's why you put this together, right? Because baseball has an effect on so many levels. And your heart is inner city because you said you grew up in the in the inner city. How was it growing up in inner city Atlanta for you? Wow. So uh, very difficult. For, well, not difficult. Uh, different for me. Uh-huh. Uh, my mom and father had me at a very young age. My mom was 16. My dad was 25. And so uh, it, it, we didn't come from a, a family of money. Uh, so uh, we were in poverty, and it was one. It wasn't one of those things that my mom and dad accepted. So life for us, even though we were living in poverty, was very different. I mean, we we kind of had an attitude of um, we are better than everyone that is around us, even though we're in this community. So um, my parents watched a lot of television. Um, I was named. I don't know if you remember um, real estate mogul on all my children, uh, mm-hmm. the soap opera. His, he was a white male. His name was Cortland. Okay. Mm. I was named after him. Okay. So it was one of those things where, you know, being a young black male in the inner city of Atlanta living in poverty, my family strategically did some things to hide our poverty mm. from me. Mm. So I was that kid that would go to school every day wearing khaki pants, button-down shirts. Mm. I got picked on. Uh, but it was it was a, it was was an intentional effort to um, not let me feel like I was less than. Wow. So to give you hope, basically. To give me hope, but I mean the the the, the backlash to that though is is you I, I end up developing this sense of I, I'm not like you, hmm. okay. and so that is um, just as damaging to a young black male that's uh-huh. in the inner city of And quite frankly, I would even say that that's the reason why there's such a decline. Um, the inner city of Atlanta developed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but then we can also go to it developed Truett Cathy who's a white male who lived in America's first housing project. Right. And when these, um, when people, even though Dr. King didn't leave, but when people leave like me, uh, the best of the inner city, um, then you just have this cycle where everybody's just kind of struggling from the ground. So, hmm. Wow. You know. We're talking with C.J. Stewart, uh, talking about his story. So you grow up, you go to college, you you try out for the Cubs, you get the Cubs, uh, your career ends the the lead when did that when did that become an idea or your purpose when did that become a vision for you while you were playing but when you're in college as a young man what as a child growing up playing uh here in the, here in the inner city of Atlanta I had the privilege of playing for some really good men in the community um uh, very notable um Atlanta school board chairman uh school board of education chairman Emmett Johnson was uh-huh. my very first baseball coach oh, wow. 
So, you know, my, my parents never graduated from college, um, any of that, but I had really strong people. So when I played at John A. White Park, now there's a conversation about the decline of blacks in baseball. But when I grew up playing, it was not uncommon to see Hank Aaron at my games. Hmm. Wow. Uh, wow. Maynard Jackson. Yeah. Andrew Young. I mean, these guys had um, younger relatives that was a part of our organization. So, you know, it was it was all black baseball, but there were hundreds of kids that were playing. So, you know, being in Atlanta also, too, and hearing about Dr. King, hearing about Jackie Robinson, you know, I always wanted to be something in between a Dr. King and a Jackie Robinson, two mm-hmm. men born in Georgia. And so, um, unfortunately for me, even though I achieved my childhood dream, it was not without struggle. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I had my first workout with the Chicago Cubs at 14 years old. Back in the day, those things were 14, 14 years 14. old. Wow. You said you were Man. young, but I would have never imagined 14 well, How did that come about? 14 years old? Wow. So technically, you're not supposed to be able to do that at that age. Um, so I, 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 you're I, also not supposed to get a date by doing this to a girl riding down the street. This guy does the impossible here. So I had the, the good fortune of going to Westlake High School, which was Lakeshore High School, which is where Marquise Grissom went. Ah, okay. So Marquise Grissom um, Went to Lakeshore, then Florida A&M, was drafted out of Florida A&M to play professional baseball. And so what they would do is they would send these letters, major league teams, to Westlake, I guess, with the hope that some kid would come through and maybe be the next Marquis Grissom. Hmm. So um, we, we I would get these invitations, and my coach, uh, Dave Whitfield, he uh, gave me one of them. One of my mentors took me. At that time, my parents didn't really take it serious that I wanted to play. But, yeah, 14 years old, and I kept going every year. Uh, and then they drafted me out of high school. I graduated from Westlake High School with honors. Um, and so it was a very uh, rigorous education. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't ready for the work ethic required. So I went to Georgia State University, flunked out. Uh, as sad as it sounds, like I, I even try to talk to my daughters about school. I don't even remember going to very many classes. Mm-hmm. I was a very entitled, selfish kid. Um arrogance because things were just falling in place transfer went to a junior college and flunked out there so lee gives you me an opportunity to be me let mm. me let me stop you right there we'll pick up on the other side of this. this is a break we have to get into it's a hard break cj stewart this guy has an amazing story we want to talk about lead baseball and black youth black young men we'll mm. be right back i'm rick probst and i'm dan radcliffe this is faith talk live stay right there You can tune in anytime you like, but you can never leave. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Loving this Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Wednesday. To my left, if you're watching Facebook Live, you can see C.J. Stewart here. He is the co-founder of uh, LEAD. And his wife, Kelly, actually is the other part. But she's watching and also is commenting watching? as well, so be careful what you say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that story. Hey, if you want to uh, watch it again, you certainly can. Just it's right there on Facebook. And uh, how many likes do we need to hit 1,000? We needed like 11 earlier. so yeah. We need 11 more. Yeah. So yeah. like uh, Faith Talk Live right. on Facebook. Because we want to break uh, a thousand and watch this show again and uh, share it with all your friends mm-hmm. and hear that story of of today how not to actually get a wife <laughs> follow somebody to what was it, a Texaco gas station or yeah, something in, in nineteen nineteen ninety six. 
Awesome. It's good to have you on Talk About Lead. Let's do this. Tomorrow's show, Ross Wiseman is going to be in the studio. He is the lead pastor of Momentum Church in Woodstock. Last time we talked to Ross, they were getting ready to have that huge Easter, Easter egg service. hunt, right? It was the Easter service that we uh, yeah. that uh, we did with the fish and oh, everybody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, were hosting they that, did so. not have the egg. He, t- he told us about horror stories of an about egg. About egg hunts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk about that. We'll find out what happened at that service and what they're up to in the summer. And then on Friday, the lead pastor... Pastor of Christian City Church North, C3 North, Aaron Snow will be uh, on the show, and he's got kind of a Adam Asher beard, really? David Crowder beard, okay. uh, keeps uh, you know snacks and stuff in there for later. Oh, uh, but anyway, he's a great guy, young guy, and they're doing amazing things in the Alpharetta area, so we'll talk to them. Meanwhile, this guy, uh, you're, you're a guy that we've got to have you back on the show because you've got so much that you can, uh, we've just scratched the surface, basically. Uh, about lead and and your life we love your stories so you got the idea as a young man to create this lead you and kelly decided to do it the lead stands for what l-e-a-d launch expose advise and direct and um so we at this point um in let's see kelly and i we started our for-profit business in, in 1998 when my career was over to develop uh, amateur and professional baseball players the likes of jason hayward Andrew McCutcheon, Dexter Fowler, and many others. Yeah. Um, and for the Braves fans, um, Tyler Flowers, who's the catcher for the Atlanta Braves now, was a hmm. client of ours. Wow. So life was good. I mean, for me as a child, my my thought to a fault was be successful, move out of the inner city of Atlanta, move to the suburbs, Yeah. Uh, just get as far away as I could because that's what I always heard, and that was the message that I saw on television. And so we we were living an American dream, living in the suburbs. And um, uh, a convicting moment that I had was in 2007, a gentleman named Stan Conway, who's a uh, a, a nationally recognized uh, real estate developer. I was training his son. He's very wealthy. Uh, Stan is, and and so he I was training his son. He asked me, he said, "Well, CJ, you know, what is it that you want to do?" And I said, "Well, I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm training your son. I'm making a lot of money off of your son. I got all these." <laughs> Major future major leaguers in here, and I'm saying, you know, I'm doing good. He said, no. He he said, what else do you want to do? He said, because there's a decline of blacks in baseball, and I'm concerned that you're planting seeds in a garden that's not yours. So hmm. you're here in Cobb County. Wow. So it took a it took a white man who's a friend of mine to check me, who in a sense became a uh, a bourgeois black man, yeah. who who left and abandoned the inner city. And so that was a convicting moment in 2007. Uh, in addition to that, he challenged. I told him I wanted to start a nonprofit to help kids in the inner city, but I didn't know how, didn't have the funds. He gave us the seed money, and we're celebrating 10 years. Uh, wow. Wow. Gracious. Yep. Man, I love what you what you said. He said you're planting seeds in something that's not your garden. Is it, that what he said? Planting seeds in a garden that's not it's mine. not yours, yeah. Wow, man. So, and that's one of the main reasons why um, there has been a decline of blacks in baseball and there haven't been intentional efforts as far as I'm concerned. So Kelly and I took it upon ourselves as a responsibility, understanding that the first issue is that to get blacks into baseball, if you're in Atlanta, 60% of black males either would not graduate on time or at all from high school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, then you have uh, young men that could matriculate to college like me and not be ready and then fail out. Um, so even today, 2.9% of NCAA Division One baseball players are black. of college baseball players are drafted out of college. So that's the reason that there's a decline at the major league level, but Mm. nobody is talking about the the stuff under the surface. Mm. 
So Now, you said uh, you did really well in high school. You graduated with honors, but when you went to college, you, you flunked out. What was it that happened? Were you, were you just not ready for it, or, or what happened? I wasn't ready because I didn't have intentional mentors to actually get me ready. Mm-hmm. And so trite isn't right. I mean, trite is never right unless, I mean, you, you, you have to, so work ethic for me today as I'm mentoring is excellence, humility, integrity, loyalty, stewardship, and teamwork. So we de- we help our young men, my children, anybody that I'm around, help them develop an awareness of that, understand the definition of it, and then develop it. So without work ethic you in those values, you're not going to be successful. And ironically, uh, it takes commitment and discipline to be a failure in life. Hmm. So I'm going to either be one of them. So I had to make the decision um, to to be on the other side of right. Right. Hmm. C.J. Stewart talking about lead. Uh, so you're helping uh, inner city young black men, not just to play the game of baseball. That's your way in, mm-hmm. right? And I noticed that uh, this is supported by corporate, by religious, and by the, the public school system. How did you do that? How did you get into... How did you get into the system and how did you start this whole thing? What's your first conversation with somebody and you say, this is my dream. You, you fill in the rest. How'd you get it started? So <clears throat> to not come off as being self-serving, but also too for me, being humble is not thinking of yourself less, but thinking of others more. So mm-hmm. we're going to start with that. God has me on earth for a specific purpose and he's going to provide. So when I look at uh, our corporate, our major corporate is Georgia's own credit union, uh, from an education standpoint, Atlanta Public Schools, and then from a religious standpoint, Elizabeth Baptist Church, where I serve as a deacon. My father had his very first bank account at Georgia's own credit union. Hmm. Uh, my family was educated within Atlanta Public Schools, mm-hmm. and my first church where I was baptized was at Elizabeth Baptist Church. So when I'm going to these places, I'm at home, hmm. and I'm and I'm there to also help them solve a problem. Um, Georgia's own Atlanta Public Schools, as well as Elizabeth Baptist Church, um, specifically want to target black males um, because being a black male in Atlanta is very dismal. I mean, considering these numbers, as I shared, 60% of black males will not graduate on time or at all mm-hmm. from high school in the inner city of Atlanta. If you're born in poverty in the inner city of Atlanta, which is majority blacks, you have a 4% chance of making it out of poverty. If youth from zip codes 30310, 30315 and 30318 inner city Atlanta zip codes grow up to represent 80% of the prison population for Georgia. Wow. Georgia is number one in America in incarceration. Mm-hmm. America is number one in the world. So um, we, we are targeting black males and just giving them an opportunity to, in a sense, be me with all of my flaws, but don't do too many of them. And, <laughs> uh, but me being able to be transparent with them and tell them about the mistakes that I've made and how I've been successful, my, including my relationship with Jesus Christ. Without that, I mean, the work that we're doing is just way too hard, and I'm mm. not smart enough to be able to do it on my own. So mm. that's that's our foundation as well. So you're working with them on the baseball level, and you're mentoring them. Yes. Uh, you're doing exactly what you needed when you were in college. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're sharing with them the, the truth about Christ. What have you, sh- you what have you seen so far? You said this has been going on for 10 years now. What have you seen and how it's grown? Because it has grown. It, it has grown. I mean, I'll give you uh, three stories. So uh, Joseph McQuarrie, who uh, was in our very first class, um, he now um, 
is one of our executive board members uh, and handles all of our accounting. So he was in our organization 10 years ago, graduated from high school, graduated from Savannah State University, uh, magna cum laude with a degree in accounting. Wow. Then went him. and worked for one of our one of our partners, Mizuno, at the time mm-hmm. in accounting, then moved to Home Depot and, and is now on, I think, his second or third promotion. So he's now on our executive board, wow. which is crazy because I used to coach him, and now <laughs> i got to get approval from him <laughs> to, oh, to get things done. Um, two more. One, um, uh, let's see, Austin Evans. Austin Evans, a graduate of New Schools at Carver. Uh, amazing young man. By far, I love him to death. He may even be watching this now. By far, the, the, the least talented baseball player we've ever had. <laughs> um, but he's th- okay with you saying that. <laughs> he is. Well, he, he was knows. until he just he heard it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he's heard it several times. Of me. Uh, I mean, I think in three years he was with us. I don't. I don't think I ever saw him put where the bat touched the ball. I mean, <clears> he had game. He had at bats. He just he couldn't put it together. <clears> right now, he's going into his junior year and serving as the off-campus senator for Texas A and M. Wow! So he Good is for him. He's leading 45,000 awesome. 45, <clears> students, and then uh, Cedric Reed. Graduated from new schools at Carver in 2013. Grew up in Techwood Home. I'm sorry, um, Carver. Uh, it's a projects at Carver. I'm trying, uh, I forgot the name of the projects, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was right down um, Car- Carver Homes. I'm sorry. So Carver Homes. Um, he graduated, went to Payne College, <clears throat> had some struggles. He was there on a baseball scholarship. Had some struggles. Came to Georgia Highlands College. Wanted to play on their baseball team. Uh, did not make the team, but introduced me to the head coach. The head coach introduced me to the now president, Don Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Green and I have become uh, amazing friends. Don Green asked me to give the benediction at his presidential inauguration. Wow. And I told Don, because he said, CJ, this is what it's going to be like. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like this is crazy. I mean, I've only known you for two years, but we developed this great relationship he said, you're going to have to wear regalia. You're going to be sitting on the stage. I was like, well, what's regalia? <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, you know, it's the stuff that you wear, you know, when you graduate from the college. The robes and everything. Yeah. yeah. He, when you graduate from college. I said, but I didn't graduate from college. He said, and I don't care. He said, you're going to sit up here with me. and You're going to get the final word. Wow. So Cedric introduced me to him. I got the final word. And so now you have kids that grew up in the community that I grew up in that now can point to their coach and say, we do have somebody that mm. is not only significant, but is committed to serving us. Wow. Love that. CJ cool. Jackson, you're hearing the story. He's got a book, or they have a book, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. CJ Stewart, did I say Jackson? I don't I thought know. I said CJ Jackson. I, so. See, I, had, no. I turned 57 <laughs> yesterday. That's our engineer, CJ Jackson. CJ, that's, that's right, that's yeah. right. Make sure the tubes are working. <laughs> <Yes>. I turned <laughs> 57 yesterday, so I don't know what I'm saying, all right? All right. I just had a senior moment. CJ Stewart will talk about his book, and uh, the organization is called LEAD. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. Now gluten-free with no preservatives added on Faith Talk Atlanta. I don't know why that uh, bumper there always makes me chuckle when he when he says it. Thank because you. you're not gluten-free at all, are you? <laughs> How are your glutes there, pal? <laughs> They're free. <laughs> you're uh, watching and listening to the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy hump day. C.J. Stewart, uh, this guy, amazing, uh, co-founder of LEAD, he and his wife Kelly 
uh, had a vision. And I love the story of how you got the vision. It was in your heart. Somebody stirred you up, and you've been doing it now for 10 years, Touching Lives. We'll get more into that and your book. Uh, we'll also show you the ring. We want to hear that story of how young men get can get that ring, what they had the process. It's not easy either. No, it's, uh, uh, and, uh, it's, it's a great, great story. Uh, coming up tomorrow, of course, Ross Wiseman, Momentum Church, Woodstock. He'll be here on Friday. Pastor Aaron Snow from C3 North talking about uh, backpacks and helping kids, underprivileged kids, and they're doing some uh, great things. And uh, then the um, the USB from Alistair Begg, mm-hmm. which I can never do a good Scottish accent. I can't either. And so it's I called Providence. Try. Yes, and it's it's all about the story of Joseph. It's uh, I don't know, like thirty sermon series or something to that effect that he lot. did. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. And uh, he took took his time going through the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. It's fantastic. You can get it free just going to uh, faithtalkatlanta.com, dot com, and uh, you'll find the uh, the link there. The organization is called Lead. Uh, the co-founders uh, Kelly and C.J. Stewart. So glad to have you. Got to come back. You said you would, mm-hmm. and I saw that huge ring, <clears throat> that beautiful ring on your finger. I thought it was a Super Bowl ring. That's that's a nice looking ring. Well, it has right a there. big. Is that's an A, right? Yeah. It's an A. I'm 57. I can't see either. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, an ambassador A. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell us about the ring and how how you get a ring like that. Hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely earned, and uh, so I had this vision of. Um, one of our um, lead board members is a gentleman named Charlie Finch, who was the assistant athletic director over at Lovett. Really good man, good friend of mine. And I was um, afraid to even share this, uh, especially with Kelly. I love love my wife, but she, she's the bean counter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, I know how that goes. Kathy is the bean counter. Donna, my yeah. wife, they're yeah. all bean counters. It's in their DNA. Mm-hmm. So she uh, she's not too happy sometimes when I start sharing visions, especially ones that can be like <laughs> as expensive as this. <laughs> but you know, I, I figure you know, with the rigor that we have for our organization, it's a twelve month organization. Um, it, our success is based on attendance, behavior, uh, curriculum, which is their grades as well as service. Um, and so for them to complete it, I wanted to give them more than a handshake and, and more than a small token. I mean, I wanted them to be able to walk around with a ring. Yeah. So I was sharing it with Charlie and he said, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. So Charlie is like me, you know, Hey, let's figure it out. So we went through this entire process. Uh, good friend of mine, his name is Pat Cornelius. I knew he worked for Jostens. Mm-hmm. So I sat down with him and Charlie and shared the vision. And right away he said, yeah, let's, let's do it. So um, Jostens has been providing these life champion rings for about five years at no cost. Really? No yeah. way. Wow. All we have Can to do they is see go. that on the camera, that, uh, that, yeah. that ring? You may not get it back now. You just took it off. <laughs> so that is, a, uh, that is awesome. So young men that go through the pro- program, the ages are, again, what? Grades 6 through 12. 6 through 12. They finish it with honors. Mm-hmm. Well, just finish. I mean, they, you know, some barely squeak through with their grades, but if yeah. you if if you finish, you are committed and you are disciplined, which are two things that rhetoric speaks to black males not being. So, if you finish with me, you are committed, you are disciplined, and to the extent that you can't finish, uh, you know, we'll add you to the prayer list, but you're not going to get this ring yeah. unless you earn it with commitment and discipline. Wow. I would think that uh they're, they they want that ring, and well, they focus and they move forward and, and, and get it for the most part. Several don't. I mean, we, we've got some amazing stats, but our attrition rate is about 20%. And so 
very much like the Navy SEALs, in which I'm a huge fan of. You get guys that'll show up for BUDS training and mm-hmm. with the SEALs, and they're tall, they're big, they're strong, they have very little body fat, but they've never gone through um, mental testing yeah. um, like they have, and they quit, and mm-hmm. they do it in a very dignified and honorable way. And so we have a lot of young men that, that do quit. And when I'm present as the co-founder, uh, I'm looking for every little thing because I, I know how to flunk out of college. Hmm. Um, I know how to make decisions that causes you to have bad, bad credit. Uh, I know how to make bad decisions that causes your wife to say, if you don't get your act together, I'm going to leave you. And hmm. so hmm. I, I know that. And I'm a process thinking person. So in everything that we do, um, it's, it's methodical. So lead in itself before us, we're considered an organization. We're considered a methodology. Mm. Um, we're not a program. Our ambassadors is a program, but lead is a is a method. Right now, our primary focus is Atlanta, but in the future, I can definitely see us being able to move to other communities. C.J. Stewart talking about lead. I love the the, the website is called Lead to Legacy, and I was going to ask you where that came from, but that makes a lot of sense. That it it's not an easy program to go through, and if you go through that program. Chances are you're going to leave a legacy. Uh, but, but would you talk about the, the website Lead to Legacy and what, and what that means? Yeah, so even uh, so, when Stan Conway gave us this gift, he gave us an amazing program director named um, Maggie uh, Margaret Purvis, and she really helped shift our paradigm from just wanting to help some black kids to really doing significant work for this city. And so lead is an opportunity for me to say thank you for the people that poured into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at men like um, our city council president, Cesar Mitchell, uh, city councilman, Andre Dickens, uh, city councilman, Michael Julian Bond, Atlanta board of education chairman, Courtney English, Kwanzaa Hall city councilman. So that's five men, black men in mm-hmm. Atlanta positions mm-hmm. of power. All five are from Atlanta public schools and played baseball. Mm-hmm. Wow. When I talk to them, their coaches did not intentionally prepare them for this leadership. It is my responsibility, I feel, to prepare future leadership of Atlanta and do it in a very intentional way. So my guys are not going to be mayor, senator, CEOs, pastors, Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting in there saying, wow, man, I didn't know this was going to happen. Not for my life. Hmm. So I don't have to worry about being distracted by doing anything else, uh, going fishing or hunting or playing golf. Baseball hmm. leadership. That's that's it. Wow. Wow. Love that. CJ Stewart, it is called Lead. We got a little less than two minutes. The book. The book is called uh, Living to Lead a Story of Passion, Purpose, and Grit. And so, uh, in writing the book, uh, what I discovered prior to doing it um, that really was um, strong for me the word passion comes from the Latin, Latin word suffering. Uh-huh. Hmm. So, passion comes from suffering. So, I suffered as a child from not having intentional adults in my life to help me get to where God wanted me to be. And so now that has become my purpose in life is to help people. And and specifically, I don't believe that Atlanta will ever become a world-class city until hundreds of thousands of black males are living a sustainable life of significance. Mm -hmm. And so the struggle that I've had in my life, uh, I now embrace under the word grit. So Mm -hmm. grit is a relentless pursuit of purpose. It's It's a strength of character. So those three things uh, there are foundation, I believe, for anyone um, to rise from the ashes like we do here in Atlanta, the, mm. the Phoenix bird. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We want folks to pick up the book. They can get it on Amazon probably. And, and it's a bestseller, too. It, in All right. Is it really? Thank God. Go. I mean, only God could do that. That yeah, is awesome. Cool. Give us your website real quick. Uh, lead, the number two, legacy.org. We've got to have you back, and I promise you'll bring Kelly. Yes. And uh, if she's worried about the beans, we maybe we'll take it. We'll <laughs> There's take, no beans here. We'll so. take a collection. <laughs> we'll get you here somehow. We've got to hear more about your story and about Lead and and how you're helping uh, the inner city young men. What an amazing, mm-hmm. an amazing story. We appreciate Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Yep. That's awesome. Tomorrow's going to be a great show. Uh, yes, this one was, so watch it again. Listen to it again. Go to faithtalkatlanta.com, and you can hear it again on our podcast. Watch it on Facebook, uh, Faith Talk Live. Tomorrow, it is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live with Ross. Uh, Ross uh, Wiseman. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk to him. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.